And I will wait, I will wait for you. And I will wait, I will wait for you. And then a lot of banjo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that of course is Mumford and Sons. And uh, you should try their artisanal beard oil, by, by the way. And if it's what I said to the moving company who sent two slow-moving, college-educated fellas in tight shirts to carry all my belongings up three flights of stairs, well, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver. You're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. And, uh, oh, friends, we're a little far, a little upriver from our little Gowani tonight on the edges of majestic Fort Hamilton. <laughs> In Brooklyn, there's not really a fort out here, is there? Uh, Just named after it. I think so. Yeah, we've never seen it. And I'm here with a special guest. Of course, she's been giving the folks at NPR fits with her music. (laughs) I'm late, they can't stop playing it. Please welcome with your ears, Katie Mullins. Katie, how are you? I'm good. Good, nice to be here. You took the comfortable chair, and I'm glad. By the way, you have a terrific elevator up here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Somebody had recently had takeout. Oh. So I got to him. I'm not sure it was goat. Could have been a stew. It really traps the smell. <laughs> I think it's still on me. <laughs> but it was delightful. And uh, thanks for inviting me to your home. We're real close to the Greenwood Cemetery, aren't we? That yeah. is one of the things nearby. Yeah. You ever go on a date over there? Not a date. I actually tried once, but it didn't happen. Yeah, I think that's that's common. <laughs> yeah, I suggested it. The, the, the plans never came through. Never yeah. came through. No. It's a little spooky, though, isn't it, over there? Yeah. Have you wandered through there at all? Yes. And it's all right? I like it, yeah. Some interesting, it's one of the oldest uh, graveyards, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Let's say it is. <laughs> Let's say it is. <laughs> I know there are... We're authorities on the matter. <laughs> there are a lot of people buried there. There sure are. We hope they stay there. And you've got a gig tonight, <laughs> is that right? I do. And where's that happening? It's at this place called The Way Station. The Way Station. Which is in Prospect Heights, I think. Who else is playing? Are there other people on the bill? Yeah, so it's part of this girl, um, Kelly Scar. She's a singer-songwriter. No, you don't have to tell me. I know Kelly Scar. Oh, have you interviewed her? No, well, we're, we're working on it. She had it. You know what we're supposed to do is throw tomahawks together in her backyard. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. But she, uh, I don't know, it didn't work the day that we were supposed to do it. So now we got to do some other stuff. But hopefully we'll be back in touch. But sure. Yeah. But well, yeah. she's a busy gal. Well, tell her I say hello. I will. Tell I'll you're see doing her this. Tonight. I will. Yeah. Make her a little jealous, I think. It's a little happy. And where's Way Station? That's over here? I can't remember if it's on Vanderbilt or Washington. I've never been there. Well, Kelly well, has a residency there, and she asked me to play with her. So that's terrific. Yeah, that's that's not small potatoes. No, it's that's nice. Pretty good. Residencies nah. are nice. Yeah, yeah. You ever have one of those? I did once at Pete's Candy Store. Oh, yeah. That's it's a place I've heard of. <laughs> somebody told me actually appropriately that the way station is like the Pete's Candy Store of South Brooklyn. Oh well. But I haven't been there, so My I don't know. Goodness. Well, uh, and you have any pre-show rituals that I'm intruding upon? I just like to practice, but I already oh, really? did that. You already did it. You got it at your feel that you're at that place where you're about to go on stage and forget everything, kind and of, just yeah. be one with your your uh, your, your practice. <laughs> right. That's what they say. You used to act a little bit. Is that true? I did. Yeah. How was that for you? <laughs> um, it was good. I well, it was varied. Um, I never really got to the point where I felt like I had that craft. Yeah. Like, I guess I do with my singing and what, songwriting. What were you doing, though? Plays, that kind of thing? Yeah. Actually, my acting career weirdly had its heyday in Berlin. 
I was living well. in Berlin, Germany. Sure. And before... Also um, a place I've heard of. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I moved there because my friends said that I should. In sure. 1999. Oh, and that's when things were really happening, wasn't it? I guess so. And I had no idea that they were going to be happening. My were friends were cooler than I was. So you were part of that scene doing experimental performance in Berlin? Towards the end, I was doing experimental stuff. In the beginning, I was doing sort of straight plays at this theater called the English Theater. It used to be called the Friends of Italian Opera, which is, was a very misleading name because it had nothing to do with opera. And I was actually singing opera at the time, so it was confusing on all fronts. Wait, and you, so you feel like you were hoodwinked? I guess. Or whatever the German <laughs> expression of that would be. <laughs> Did you think you'd go in and do opera? No, 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 no. I knew I was going to be acting. All right. Yeah. And in English. Or was it in German? It was in English. It was the English language theater in Berlin. So I did acting there. And then this woman who had an agency called Friends, Friends Connection. A lot of friends over there. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, like, found me, I guess. And I didn't really want to have an agent because I didn't really... I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't... You want to book that many gigs in Berlin? I didn't know Berlin? what I was doing. But then she booked me in all these... Well, a couple... I had like little walk-on parts in some Hollywood movies that oh. filmed in Berlin. So oh, well, that's convenient. That was fun. Like Peacemaker. Well, I had a cigarette girl role. <laughs> I can't think of any. Peacemaker? Oh, oh the movie. That was a movie, wasn't it? I thought you meant the role. The great Nicole Kidman. Did she film that? In I don't know. Bobo's bag. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of the Strausses. Isn't there a lot of Strauss? What do they call it? The uh, streets. What the streets. Oh, oh, Strauss is an ostrich. Um, <laughs> That's what I mean. I think there was an ostrich. <laughs> there were probably ostriches. It's the ostriches. most peaceful of animals. I can't say that plural. Ostriches. That's Ost- like rural for me. <laughs> I can't say that word. I don't care to either. <laughs> yeah. So what? So what? So you were a cigarette girl? Yeah, that was the best role. So I had a um, a sex scene with Kevin Spacey. But they got mm. it out of the movie. The first part of that sentence I was excited about, but then when you said Kevin Spacey, I was less, uh, less He was excited. really nice, yeah. Really? It was a while ago, though. Um, Seems like he might be a little ornery. Ornery? Maybe. No, nah, he was he was jolly. It was like a music theater set. Oh, well. Because it was the biopic about Bobby Darren. Oh, that's his thing. He loves He him. loves Bobby Darren. He loves him. Absolutely. And have you ever watched any Bobby Darren? For real, for real? A little real? bit, yeah. Go, go. Uh, there's a great uh, DVD of one of his last television concerts. And it's magnificent. It's perfect. It's so good. Yeah. You see what Kevin Spacey is interested in. And then he does a fairly good impression. You made that movie. It wasn't so good. No, it wasn't. But, but uh, you should have. If I were it, it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you weren't cut from Oh, oh no, you I was. I was cut from You were cut from it. Yeah. Was that the film that it, w- that it was? That was the film. The blue whatever? Um, Into the Sea? Um, Beyond the Sea. Beyond the Sea? <laughs> you were supposed to have a sex scene in that movie? Yeah. With Bobby Darren? Yes. Wow. I know. That's pretty good. That's a lot of lost fame. That's, that's so much. <laughs> Do you make a DVD or anything? The extra? I didn't, I had no, I tried. I tried to get the, yeah. Can what people landed search? on the cutting room floor. I didn't get it. People search YouTube or something? It's not to be found. Was it, it was awkward? Was it awkward? I have a Polaroid. Uh, I, <laughs> all right. Keep it in the drawer. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> so you so pre-show. I was clothed. You couldn't. Yes. Oh, FYI. okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. You were still in full cigarette girl regalia. I was. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. They used to have that those kind of gals in, in San Francisco. They'd have peachy puff gals. Whoa. That's what they were called. 
Well, no, they were buxom gals with a tray, and you could buy certain things. Peachy puff? I think that's what, yeah. Wow. Peachy puff. Okay. Oh, yeah, get out. You ever get out there? San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I was there, like, the last two summers. Oh, terrific. Yeah. You got a place out there? I don't. Well, so. kind of, I do, because my friends have an extra room. Oh, that's so good. So I stay upstate there a few times. Sure. A couple times. I bet they love your sound out there. They do. At Amnesia. You know that place? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. You got any plans to tour again? I need to, yeah. I really, I, yeah, I gotta okay, do it. Okay, well, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about it. We'll get there. We'll talk about that. Um, of course, uh, so you, you're okay then, pre-show. And you got other members of the band that are going to join you there? I have a few people. My friend, um, people always use that term, you know, the rotating cast of characters that play with you. Sure. Tonight, the... Um, the picks are James Rickman on guitar and bass. Great. Alternating, not at the same time. Good. Um, my friend Joy Askew, who's actually opening up uh, at 9 o'clock. I play at 10. Um, she is singing with me. Great. And my other friend Teresa is going to play piano on one song. Well, and you all get along? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to hear of discord. That's uh, fantastic. Well, of course, you know, my pre-show is always the same. And I noticed you have a nice yoga place on the corner down here yeah mm-hmm. real nice and uh i tried not to look creepy just looking in there because <laughs> <laughs> i got a little early but pre-show i always do a seaweed a seaweed wrap my oh. whole body like a kelp wrap something like that <laughs> that sounds and then i have a rob roy so i smell a little bit like an extra <laughs> from the deadliest catch but <laughs> awesome i like every show so if you come out to see a live show you get that now speaking of catches uh valentine's day mm. is coming up Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And I see you have a sad Valentine here, <laughs> but uh, are you have any special plans for that? I might actually go see a friend's show. Oh, well. Yeah. There's a, any a romantic interest there of the friend? You're doing this just out of the kindness of Oh, no, heart. this is a, a straight woman, and I am a, also a straight woman, so we wouldn't really have anything. No, that's like the two plugs. <laughs> don't, um, don't do it. No. I don't think that's the best analogy I could use. No, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Magnets of the same polarity, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, you're not repulsed by each other. Oh, no, 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 no. You just was just nothing going to happen there. Right. But something could happen. <laughs> you generally in favor of that holiday? Eh, I don't know. It usually just passes. Just passes. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sad. <laughs> It's a little sad, isn't it? Well, either I, I, I have significant others who don't care about it, uh-huh. or I don't have a significant other. That's like been the history of my life on Valentine's Day. And so time marches on. Sure does. <laughs> and we, we hear the rumbling of the subway over here, doesn't it? Oh, you nice do. punctuation to you that. You do, yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't notice it anymore. Well, I'll, I'll keep pointing it out every <laughs> five minutes. Well, uh, Valentine's Day, of course, it's a great uh, time to visit Rite Aid. Or one of your CVSs, one of those kind of things. Because on, uh, uh, actually the day after Valentine's Day is even better, because you know what happens then. They're on sale. Halloween candy. They just roll it right out. They're on a real advanced schedule over there. Yeah. Once that Halloween candy comes out, I'm there. (laughs) I'm first one there, 8 a.m. Perfect. (laughs) Get them fresh Rolos. Anyway, uh, what was the, well, you said it just passes, or you have uh, people that don't seem to be that interested in it, that are in your life. (laughs) But what was the what was the best Valentine's Day you ever spent? Gosh, <clears throat> I don't know. They're so unmemorable. Well, it was also my grandparents' anniversary. 
Oh, that's nice. And that's, that's kind of nice. that's, nice. that's kind of romantic. Sure. So thinking about that makes it all good. I always like to think about elderly people in love. Yeah. I did go to dinner once with a boyfriend at a restaurant and we went to the early bird sure. dinner. Sure. I'm familiar. <laughs> and it was one of the most awkward things I've ever done because it was just us. Yep. And nobody else at a dulcimer player. Oh. <laughs> it was so <laughs> Well, first of all, you know what that early seating means. He waited a little too long to make that reservation. Yeah. That's just poor planning. Right. I'm familiar with it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Either go at 5.30 or about 10 o'clock. It was probably yeah. also cheaper. There's that. Well, it could be. It could be. And so what, the dulcimer player was just having a lonely <laughs> Valentine's Day on their own? It was so awkward. She? she? It was a man. A man. Oh. Yeah. In a small restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that to come across as sexist, but I would imagine something less sad about a lady dulcimer player. <laughs> Maybe. Than a, than a, because I used to go to a lot of the folk festivals and that kind of thing. You ever go to those? I, I went to an Irish folk festival. That's close said. enough. Yeah. You got the vibe. That's the right vibe. There are a lot of men with ponytails. Yeah. And wood instruments, some of which they've made themselves or done kind of inlay. Right. And it can be hurdy-gurdy. Inlay. You got the hurdy-gurdy guy. I've never seen one live. I want to see that, well, actually. Well, you only need to see it once. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. could add one of those to the band. Well, so congratulations on the album. Thanks. That's the mo- that's exciting. That's happening now. I see there's still some Kickstarter things going out. That's congratulations true. Congratulations on that. Yeah. It's, uh, how, would, how was that experience for you doing that? It was surprisingly uh, great. I, I, everybody, well... I think everybody was really excited about it. And besides the fact that it was awkward to ask for money at first. Sure. It then it wasn't awkward because no, people, people were just, just paying it. for the album. Yeah. And it was like 10 bucks and they get the promise of an album and then I had the money to make it. And it was great. And um, and a lot of people found out about it who wouldn't have otherwise. Right. right. Which was great. Kickstarter gave me a lot of love and featured it the whole time. That's, that how, you, awesome. that's how you really have to make it happen. Yeah. I got a fan in Nairobi. Hey. Yeah. I got a fan in Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Russ. All right. Yeah. He'll listen. Okay. He likes when I say his name. All right. <laughs> What's the person in Nairobi? I, I hate to say I forgot his name, but... Um, You'll get it. You'll dedicate a whole album to him. Yeah. That was re- Nairobi was memorable, and then I think there was a guy that lived in France whose name was Obi, and that was also <laughs> memorable because it rhymed with Nairobi, yep. and his name was Obi. I see how like things Obi work. Like Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, I never know what it is, anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, as long as you get Kenobi, I think you can kind of speed through the one part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, the, the album... Kickstarter was great. Kickstarter was great. Yeah. And uh, I've, I love oh, and it. Kick, yeah, they, they were awesome. They're good. Yeah. They take a little bit. You think, oh, I wish I had that. but Tiny bit. Yeah, how much? What percentage? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter. You were able to do it. And you got beyond your goal? I did, yeah. So you got some stretch goals in there. Stretch goals. <laughs> That's what they call it. Just stretch marks. Yeah. I tell you, I backed almost 40 projects on there. <laughs> Oh, you backed for Backed, projects. yeah. yeah. Then, then, Good for you. Yeah, just spread That's it so around. That's so great. Well, I make a lot of money doing this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, the album's called Wedding. Yeah. I think if it was called Divorcee, 
I'd buy a million copies, but as it was, oh well. Wedding and uh, uh, and you had a release party for this recently. I did over over here somewhere, Brooklyn. Close, yeah, at Union Hall. Union Hall, the great Union Hall. <coughs> That's right. And how well people turn out? You have a good night. It was great. I think that uh, it was like a hundred and one people. Is this your first album? Second album. Second. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. And uh, both uh, both were self released. Um, correct. Yeah. I didn't even start. I didn't even look for labels for the first one, and I was just, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. And now for this one, I'm starting to see if people might want to take sure. it on. But I, I've only really talked to like a couple labels, so I'm slow. Sure. Well, I've done plenty of self-releasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we should mention we're pairing the podcast tonight with a little, uh, 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 what do you call it? Pellegrino. Pellegrino. San Pelle, or is it San? San. I think it's San. <laughs> San Pellegrino Kenobi. And uh, that's just... Pellegrino San. That's delightful. Of course, it's, it, would, it would be even better if it were whiskey, but it's we gotta, we've got to perform, so we've got yeah. we to keep ourselves... Actually, that was a lot the other tea. part of my ritual I didn't say. Yep. If I'm really nervous, I like to have some whiskey. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's, With whiskey I'm start, ginger. I'm going to start saying that. I'm just nervous. <laughs> In general, always? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> About 4.30, I start getting real nervous. That's why The I day of a it. show or just in general? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what were you trying to get at with this album in particular that you weren't... That you, where are you now that you weren't at with the first album? Mm. First album is called what? It was called Pastoral. Pastoral. Yeah, sure. sounds really serious. Well, it sounds uh, open. Right. Yeah. Well, um, so this one, I think that the first album was a little bit like I was in a country band in Berlin that we did all covers, and I think I was still sort of in an alt country kind of vein on some of the songs, yeah. but I did do a couple of songs with my Imbiro, which is the the African thumb piano. African thumb piano. Which you made yourself? Yeah. Um, thanks to this guy named Paul Berliner, who is this ethnomusicologist that taught um, at Northwestern, where I went to oh, terrific. school. And um, so, right. So this album is more, I think it, I came into my own more in this album. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, somebody produce the first album. And I had a lot, I had my guys who were recording this with me definitely were assisted in production for sure. But it was like my baby. I I definitely had the first and last say and definitely had a lot of help from Sam and Peter Wadsworth. Mm -hmm. They're the brothers that basically engineered it and kind of co-produced it with me. But I would definitely give myself producer hat. And I think that was like, it was scary for me to like not have somebody do it with me. Yeah. And it was also the best thing I could have done. Very empowering, I imagine. Really empowering. And also, um, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Well, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, and either way, you really own everything that's on there. Yeah. You own the decision so that you don't have to be like, well, I would have done that differently. Yeah. I would not never say that I did it alone. I really had like, you know, my engineers sure, were sure. huge. But you're, you're driving it. I was driving. That some feels really good. helpful passengers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and with the last one, I wasn't so much driving it, and I also didn't have as much experience. So, I feel I, I like this one. It yeah. feels. It sounds good. Yeah. I can't talk about how it feels, but 
<laughs> it sounds good. I like it, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with it. And uh, uh, he said, uh, I read this someplace. Of course, uh -huh. I did a little reading. All right. <laughs> that you had some influence uh, through dreams, the dreamscape. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Yeah, there's two songs on the album. <clears throat> two songs that are fully just kind of lifted from dreams. You keep a journal over here by the bed? I do. Really? Yeah, I do. Dream journal exclusively or all, all, all day? No, it's like just like stream of consciousness stuff. So if you get an idea for a song or something, you can put it in there? Or you I keep your songwriting in a separate stack? That's so funny you should ask that because I just recently thought about separating them all. And then I realized that you can't really separate them. That's tough to do. And, um, the, but the dreams that I wrote about in this, uh, in, on this album were from naps. Because I don't have time in the morning to write down a dream. Oh, so sure. if it's a nap dream, I'll have time in the afternoon to write it down. And what's a good what's a good nap time for you? <laughs> good nap time is like three. Three o'clock. Can you get that 3 in? I do, yeah, because I teach preschool in the morning. And sometimes I teach in the afternoons, but often I don't, so So you just head back here? Uh sometimes put on the blinders. Put on the blinders? Well, I don't know. I'm some <laughs> kind of a what are those called? Sleep mask. Sleep mask. <laughs> right, sorry, sorry. Um, no, no, no. I think the other I, one. That's what you use for horses. That's you know. I I should. I used to take more naps because I actually was like a classroom teacher, and now I just teach music, and I am not as tired. And maybe so. Maybe my dream writing is going to be less because I don't take as many naps. Oh, I have to boy. re. I have to reinstate the nap. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're going to get another album. Out of it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, yeah. So the two songs that were influenced by it were. Yeah, the one is called The Main Event, and it, yeah. you, I used to title it The Wedding. All my friends who played with me called it The Wedding, but it, I changed it to The Main Event because I didn't want it to be the title track. Okay. Because the title of the album is Wedding. Right. It is, I think, maybe one of the best songs. Anyway, if I may say so. No, I think you, you can. You yeah. Did. And then the other song that was a dream uh, is called Take a Picture. All right, I have to listen to it again. Yeah. That one was a dream. Get a it's sense a, of it. Maybe a series. But the dreams. song called Wedding is not. No, that was a dream. That one was, but you started calling it Main Event. But it, on the album, it's called Wedding? It, on the album, it's called The Main Event. Okay. And All I right. used to call it Wedding, but then I titled the whole I album Wedding. I see. I see. Because I changed that title, just to make everybody really confused. Well, you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, what NPR just said something about it, right? Just I today, to yeah. Just today, they're playing it nonstop. Well, they're playing it. They have it streaming, and you can download it. And they have this—I don't know what you call it—a series. It's just like an online thing they do, which is called Heavy Rotation. Mm -hmm. And then they choose five songs that they say they're listening to a lot. Right. And each, um, there are like five different radio stations in five different cities that choose a song. And John Schaefer in New York chose mine. That's so terrific. That's really awesome. Have yeah. you ever met him? You ever talked to him? No, but and actually he only his assistant was emailing me, but I wrote him today and said, Can you thank John for me? Well, <laughs> that could get a response. <laughs> I mean he already listened to my song and wrote right. about it. Right, what else so. do you need? You don't need what a personalized email for Christ's sake. Nah. Well <laughs> <laughs> But and then well, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna start keep playing gigs around town? Yeah, I really I want to book some shows for the end of March, early mm -hmm. April, mm -hmm. um, some out-of-town shows, and then for the summer I plan to go out of town again. And, and I. What's your circuit? What's your What's your favorite part to play? 
You mean uh, favorite part of the world? Yeah, the country? sure. Well, the country. I went, I did two West Coast tours this the past two summers, and I hadn't been there in a really long time, and I, I love it there. I love going there in the summer. There's some good venues out there. You go down to L.A. Yeah. Off Southern California, there's a nice circuit. I wasn't in Southern California. I did North, it was a Northwestern tour. Oh my goodness, well that's, <laughs> that's nice too. Yeah. The furthest. But I think, the reason I say L.A. is because I think people would respond. I did play in L.A. Oh, okay. I did right. play in L.A. That was the furthest south that I went. That's as far south as you need to go. Maybe, you're right, yeah. <laughs> With it's... apologies to San Diego listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, San Diego. That's good. This is too far. I mean, that's a whole day. you got to drive down. L.A.'s got plenty, but just across town, you could play two different things, and it would be two different audiences, totally different. Where'd you play there? Well, this summer, I did a house show, and it was in a friend's backyard. Oh, Actually, that's... Katie Shapiro, who did a bunch of my photos. Took some photos. She did. You noticed. Well, yeah. Is it okay if I use some of those photos? Sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. credit her. I'll and she didn't in. get a credit early today on NPR and we oh, fixed that boy. quick. I hope so. I hope yeah. somebody's head rolled some <laughs> intern over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got on that. But, um, so I did a house show there and then LA. Just somebody's house? Yeah. And the year before that, I did another house show. Hmm. But I played, um, with, some other really good bands. And of course, I'm going to forget all their names right now. I'm nervous. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> no, you were fine. <laughs> um, we need some whiskey. That's yeah, we do. <laughs> That's what it is. There were a bunch of other good bands. They were great shows. They were house shows, though. Right. Somebody's backyard and somebody's living room. That's really... all right. That's a nice movie. We thought about doing that with this show that we just do yeah. like what we're doing, have some people over. Yeah. Uh, I don't That's... know about that. <laughs> It's nice. It's cool. I don't know. Okay. That's okay. I think I it's meant. better for music. Podcasts, that's awkward. Oh, yeah, that's true. It might be a little awkward. There might we also play music be too and things on the live show. Too much din shows, in the background. Too much din. That's exactly <laughs> what I was wanting to avoid. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. So people should think about looking you up if they're uh, out there in San Francisco or Ukiah or somewhere uh, over. That's I, up north, I hope isn't to get it? there again this summer, yeah. Mendocino? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's beautiful out there. there it is. It's Tiburon. ridiculous. I could just have a podcast where I name towns in Northern California. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. So that's something to look forward to. I hope that that happens. I hope there's a nice big tour for you. Yes. That costs money, though, doesn't it? It does. I'd really, yeah. And it's a lot of work to book a tour. And I've, speaking of self-release, self-everything, I did all that. And, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping to, like tour with someone else this summer so yeah, yeah. well maybe that'll happen that's what, that could somebody could pick you up yeah I, yeah I, I'm gonna look into that you have some dream options I have some dream options sure yeah you got them written down somewhere probably okay. in my dream book okay alright <laughs> <laughs> well do you have to tour with the band though or we gotta make, I tour solo do lo local people together I, to I play solo so I play um, a baritone ukulele and I play the thumb piano and then I have a loop machine that I loop my vocals with. Wow. And so it kind of works solo. But I it's bet it would. way nicer to play with other people. But um, I went on, I left town for like the whole summer, this summer. And so I was kind of, it was like tourcation. Like I'd play a show every three days or four days. That's pretty good. You got to do it. It was great. You got to do it. Stay loose. Yeah. Do you want to play something now or is that too much? I could. We'll play something now. Let's do it. Let's, get, let's do it. Do you have a request? 
Well, I like I like the spring song. That's a nice. That's, right, that's, that's, that's a one. good one. To play. That's, that's a good one. Let's do that. Let's do that one. All right, that's easy. <laughs> Don't tell the people that. Tell them it's real complicated. <laughs> it's it's really complicated. Um, yeah. All right, I'll hush up. You, this, is, this is spring off the album Wedding. Correct. You know, this is out of tune. How does it? How do you have to tune it? <laughs> it's uh, you have to pull these in and out these keys. Oh sure. That one's a little flat, so I just try to push what, it back out. What are they made out of? Four candles? They're um. Especially. You I, should never stop after you start a song. I just broke a rule. <laughs> I think this gives you a little insight into the process. Yeah. So this is like it looks like the end of a spoon, kind of, but yeah. it's like. I think in Zimbabwe, which is where they play this tuning of this instrument, yeah. the Shona people play this instrument. Um, I remember when I took this class called Imbira, yeah. that they would, I think they would sometimes take bicycle spokes and hammer them out. Wow. But these would be kind of thick bicycle spokes. Yeah. So They look specially, <clears throat> specially made for it. And we hammered them out, and then you use a tuning fork to figure out what the key is supposed to be. Anyway, so. All right. The winter it keeps all the flowers, the bloom involves that it stores in the ground. There's all kinds of potential energy and all kinds of waiting around. And all kinds of waiting around. You saw me there. My head through the door, you said just come into the room. I've been so many people and so many things, and I'll never be anything. And I'll never be anything. I I felt. 
surprised at the way that I felt It's just beautiful. In spring, it's going to help us get through this kind of gray time that we're in right now. I know, but it's yeah. It's very warming. Yeah. I think. Right. To me. That is a, that, that was a kind of a happy song, actually. It was yeah. like the start the start of things. Yeah. It was a good one. It was a good time. Was that You built the album around which one? Around the main event? Oh, no, no song was like the centerpiece. They all kind of just bubbled up. They all bubbled up. And some of them are, um, yeah, some of them have been around a little while. I released the last album in 2009. So okay. some of these were shortly happened after that. In the works. Um, one of the songs on the album I actually played at that last record release. So um, it took a while to get this one out there. But this one I wrote a little over two years ago, maybe. Mm. And you have a good relationship with your neighbors? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. Why was that loud? No, no, no. I just I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, I love I love yeah, my neighbors are great. Okay, good. I mean, I wouldn't mind living next door. I not I do have my window open. I usually don't have my that. window open when That'd I That'd be nice to hear every night. They don't they don't mind. I've heard the girl across the hall said she thought she heard a choir in here and I must have been I must have been playing with my loop machine. Sure, right. And my next door neighbor and I we we hang out. It's my friend. Oh, well, that's Jane. good. Oh, that's good. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I like when people are friends. <laughs> so do I. I got, I, speaking of nervous, you know, I got a little nervous there at the beginning. Then I calmed down. You, you know, it all settled in beautifully. It settled in. You have a, a musical influence that you um, hold somewhere or that you held and have now moved on and now it's just yourself? You mean like other musicians I was influenced by? Yeah, just, uh, where'd you grow up? New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Um... I... Bergen, Essex County. Bergen. Okay. <laughs> I said that as if I'm particularly <laughs> proud. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, Bergen. I can tell. No, yeah. I don't. I don't know any other counties. That's the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, or, well, when I was in college, I loved, like, I, I discovered Joni Mitchell, and oh. that literally like changed my life because right. I was gonna. I found the album Blue, and I realized that I was should not be an opera singer. And I was going to drop out. Uh-huh. I ended up not dropping out, but then I took this class that I found. <clears throat> I started playing the Imbira. And then uh, I always kind of upheld her as like the, the main the main lady. And it took a while, actually. It was like a big first relationship, kind of musical yeah. musical love that took me a long time to get over. I think that's true with her. That people have a I hard think, time getting over her? I think that's her. common, yes. Yeah. Well, she was like, yeah, I was like obsessed. Yeah. And then... I don't know. So I, I think some of my early songs even sound like a lot like her. Yeah. Um, and now I, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of different influences. Um, in 
in like 2007 or eight, I, a friend of mine, friends of mine who are in this band put out a, they're called Pass Control. Um, they literally threw these CDs at us into the audience and they were compilations and they called them Welcome to Bushwick. And the first <laughs> song, it was all people that were living in Bushwick at the time. And uh-huh. the first song on that compilation that they just like burned themselves was um, this song by Sharon Van Etten, who I really love her. She's great. Mm-hmm. And she's like doing really, really well now. So it's awesome. Right. Sure. Yeah. There's a little, so, a little, little, I hope this is okay to say, there's a little Judy Collins in there. Of me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. In the, in the very best way. I'm sure there's sure. negative sides to that. Vocally? But, you yeah, mean? Yeah. yeah. A little, little. That's cool. Especially on spring. Right. I think Maybe the deeper. Yeah, the Didn't deeper Didn't she like Anna. cover one of Joni Mitchell's songs? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, she I'm was sure. like a lamer version of Joni Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. She might be a little sorry, more popular. I'm sorry, Judy. I'm sorry if you're no, listening I, to this. No, well, she, I hope that she's a fan and that she doesn't take... She has a standing invitation to be on the show. And we can look at clouds from both sides if she's... Right, but that's not her song. Yeah. No, but she's saying... She, she she's got, saying it. She's well, I guess I can't really erase my roots then, can I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't. For better or for worse. And, and how about an influence <laughs> that's not musical? Oh, hmm. Um, that's a really good question. Um, an influence that's not musical. I'm be, stumped. It could be cinematic. Something that just you you hold with you. It's, again, just something little. If you see it, you're happy that it's there. Right. Um. God, one. It's so hard. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. Um, there goes my fridge. Can you hear it's that? Good. I like it. Um, one influence. Uh, well, I really... Let's see. You don't have this to, is really hard. You don't have to agonize over it I, if it's not there at the top of your head. That's fine. Just, I can't that, think just of in, one. You know, sometimes like Albert Brooks' Defending Your Life is a movie that I, I enjoy. Right. I could watch it over and over again. I think it made an impression. The Newhart show made an impression on me. Right. It's not necessarily a podcaster influence. Right. <laughs> of which there are many. I don't want to choose one. I mean, I, I remember like watching Andy Goldsworthy films oh, sure. and feeling like that was like, I like the sort of metaphor. Of, you know, his work is inspiring to me. But that's I don't. A, that's, but I don't all, that's all I mean. That's there you go. I mean. There's one. That's but a that's great. Not that was like a good one. The one. No, no, no. I, no yeah. There's no like leaf sculptures in here. But I know. <laughs> I know. No, it's a really mean. weird one. No, I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I like him. I, I think like that him. fits in very nicely. So even if that was just a planted one <laughs> to suggest all the other things that you're doing, it was a good one. Okay, good. good. So we're gonna go with that. All right. I like him. No, I, people do. That yeah. movie's quite nice. Right. Which one? I'd say that he has a little Judy Collins <laughs> influence. <laughs> so I don't think you should be so quick to run from her. But, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I think, you know, I think with individual art, well, there's some, like, you appreciate what he does, but also it's a little, uh, you know. Right. Little... Oh, I like Miranda July films, too. Let's just say that. Oh, man. Well, mostly the second one, though, Future. I didn't love the first one, but that's okay. But and I like her books. The back of the her books book. are great. Her yeah, books, several. And she could not be a sweeter person. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I guess I you know her. Well, I, would, I tell you, well, I used to live in, in Los Angeles. I don't want to be tedious <laughs> with my listeners, 
But I once drove, you know, George Saunders, the, the writer George Saunders, mm-hmm. one of the greats. I think he's fantastic, and everybody does, so it doesn't matter that I think he's great. But anyway, I drove him out to a party. He had a little conversation uh, uh, with uh, Miranda. Yeah. And then they had a party. Miranda's, I think her husband's house, Mike Mills, the guy, uh-huh. the director. So they had a little party out there in the backyard. And uh, so I drove George out there, and we both... I was just helping him through, get through this. We went out there, and there's a woman playing guitar up in the tree, <laughs> and there's a, I think probably pot brownies being a very like, incense going around, and uh, Keanu Reeves comes in <laughs> on the on a motorcycle, <laughs> comes in, he grabs a gal, says hello to Roman Coppola, and then he gets out of there with <clears> the gal, and they drive away on the motorcycle. Very Los Angeles kind of uh, experience. This was there. a moment in your life? There's a moment that I had, yeah. <laughs> Brief. <laughs> a brief. And the woman in the tree with the guitar was Miranda July? No, no, no. I didn't, no. You know, it might have been a fella now that I think about it. <laughs> but I know that, uh, uh, well, this is getting into the we. It doesn't matter. Anyhow, it was a very, like, elf LA. party back. It was an unusual situation, but I still enjoy Miranda's. Uh, a company and uh, a company and and her output. Output, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, everything, even scu- sculptures, all the stuff she does. It, yeah, it has a little bit of whimsy. I know to it, and it's well. Anyhow, she's yeah. doing okay for herself. <laughs> sure, <laughs> she is, <laughs> and we wish her all the best. Anyhow, well, what else is coming up? You know. I'm just going to be Thanks promoting Thanks for indulging me on that story, by the way. Oh, I know my we, uh, pleasure. My goodness. How Keanu many, Reeves. How many I... names can I get into it? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't much. Anyhow, so, sorry, you're, you're doing what for the, for the album? I would like to, I have to book some shows, you know? Yeah. I don't have anything I can say right now that's booked, sadly. I wish but I had you, something. But people can get it, and they can listen to it, and oh, look yeah. for the tour, and they can get it through what? Well, it's on iTunes, any, any. Bandcamp? It's on, I have a Bandcamp page, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think Amazon and Spotify, you know, it's everywhere. Sure. Well, so if you search Katie Mullins. It should come up, yeah. And the name of the album is Wedding, yeah. You'll get it. You'll get it. And you'll be rewarded. It's a great, it's a great effort. And I'm so happy that it mm-hmm. exists and that we got a chance to talk. This has been lovely. And thank you for playing, too. My pleasure. That's fantastic. Have a great show tonight. Thanks. <laughs> well... <laughs> Uh, I got a I got a show coming up by the way. Oh. Uh, Thursday, February twenty first, down there at Film Biz Recycling, we'll Ooh. be doing another live taping of the show with uh, Steve O'Reilly. Will be doing music. Uh, uh, he's a pal of anyhow. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows people, you know, is what I'm trying to say. And then uh, Bridget O'Neill, great storyteller from down there in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. She loves talking about Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. I grew up. Near there, so we'll probably talk a lot about Scrapple and cheesesteaks and things. And, awesome. And Al Alberts and what else. And then Neil Medlin is also going to be on the show. Do you know Neil's work? I... My goodness, dip into the experimental scene of downtown New York in the last 10, 15 years. Uh... Neil's been a part of it. And he's got a new uh, a persona, I gather, Champagne Jerry, who I don't know if he's going to appear. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But we're going to be there. The 21st at 8 p.m., it's a free show. Beers from uh, Brooklyn Brewery. And that's a Film Biz Recycling, 540 President Street. Go ahead. Sounds great. It's, it's, they're always fun. We do them every month. I didn't know that. Oh, sure. It's a lot of good. It's a good, good time. Come to one of them sometime. I would love be to. Good. All right. Well, till next time, I'll be working on my debut album, Empty Whiskey Bottles, Songs About Civic Institutions. 
<laughs> now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. <laughs> 